Hello, I'm Gosha from Cospeak Agency, and I'm making this video for you today from the Amsterdam, where we are visiting our friend with Robert. And I must say, I'm really in love with the city. It's the first time we are in Holland, and it just went beyond my expectations. It's really recommended if you have a place to go in Europe. I strongly recommend coming uh, coming to Amsterdam. And today, I want to share with you just a note, a note, clarifying note on the subject of the UFOs, ships, uh, lights in the sky, appearing as if they are responding to you mentally. I think I mentioned some time ago a question that someone had, what, what are those ships that appear that seem to be responding, seem to be responding to my mental communication? I'm calling them and they seem to be appearing. And I think I said that these are not 5D at least Tigetan ships responding. It's just not very practical for them to do that. So I spoke to the Varu about this and um, and there is a short clarification about this because just because I said they don't do that, it doesn't mean that there are no other ways for those ships, for those some, some ships to manifest mentally. So this is what she says. There are three different um, explanations here. The first explanation could be that these ships that appear are your own guides. She says, they, those are mostly your guides who are interdimensional. They take shapes and forms for you to see them because you need to see them. You know, those higher beings, they don't need to travel in physical ships. I'm not talking about the 5D beings. I'm talking about the higher beings. They don't need the physical manifestation of the ship. The concept as she says, the concept of a light ship or a beam ship are inaccurate. Beings in those high dimensions don't need ships. They are not from one place in the galaxy only. They are everywhere and from everywhere. They don't belong to just one specific race. They take those shapes to relate to you, to you. They may even appear as a ship, ship for you to relate to them, to understand. Beings in those dimensions don't need ships. Hey, if you can manifest a ship with your mind, you don't really need a ship unless you want others to see you as one. Exactly. So who are they? She's saying they are you. That's why they are so interested in taking care of you. That's one explanation. Other reasons. Other reasons. This is interesting. I didn't know this either. Many of those ships and these well, sightings or, you know, lights in the sky uh, are Drones, physical drones. Taigeta, for example, has about 1,000 of these drones, advanced spherical drones, mostly coming, mostly coming from Taigetans, as she says here, mostly coming from us. 110 centimeters diameter. Well, this, this is, this is, uh, okay, this is, uh, this is their, their size. In the sky, how are they seen? They glow because they have high energy magnetic and engines. They superheat the atmosphere to a plasma, many times giving them away. They are artificial intelligence connected to the central artificial intelligence of the main ship. And these, yes, they do respond to the mental callings. In the sky, they are quite bright. They are not static. They will be moving. They usually work in groups. They don't have a crew. And they are just pure artificial intelligence. They will change the, the, the light will change in intensity, but they will look like bright balls. 
And what is their purpose and function? They recollect and pick up all kinds of information, all kinds of information from Earth. Yes, they are, I said that, I said that. Magnitude, the size, how they, how they are seen, of about 80% of Venus, Venus size. So this is also what is possible to see and to manifest and to call. call. They respond to telep- telepathy. And as she explains, others are full-blown ships. When a ship with a crew is flying atmospherically, it is cloaked most of the time. But as with our drones, 110 centimeters drones, the magnetic engines give them away. In this case, you are not looking at the ship itself. You are looking at its tailpipe, exhaust pipe. Depending on the frequency generated by the engines at any given time, the color of the plasma will differ accordingly from white, the hottest, to red, the coolest. And as she says, in my humble opinion, what you are seeing, she's responding to this other person. She's saying what this person is seeing and looking at all the above. So um, this is just a short clarification. And another thing I want to mention, just as all I had recently, talking with Varu and thinking about all these details of 5D reality they are sharing with us, you know, like being young and being healthy and not having these major conflicts and not having these, you know, uh, 3D miseries and sufferings and dilemmas, even though they have their own set of dilemmas. And it seemed to me like it's just too beautiful to be true. Oh my God, look at the dark coming. You have to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Quite amazing. It's a beautiful park, by the way. I'm like in the middle of Amsterdam. It's a really nice park. And um, yeah, the duck is coming. Quite actually fitting uh, to the subject that I will be talking about right now. Yeah, so going back, it seems sometimes to me like the reality they are describing and what ex- what is waiting for us there, you know, in 5D, it's like too beautiful to be true. That just, sometimes I, I just, I can't wrap my mind around all these, you know, uh, 5D realities, you know, flying across the universe, spaceships and having all these different adventures and explorations and living in this beautiful environment and, you know, uh, in harmony with, with other people and nature and no, no sicknesses and living up to 900 years in a beautiful, healthy, young body. Uh, is, is this is this for real? It cannot be. So sometimes I express this to Zbaro and Aneka and, and they are very, like, almost surprised that I am surprised. And this is where I'm going. Because for them, how we live is abnormal. Where we are is, is distortion. This is distortion. We are living in a distorted reality. And where they are, this is normal. We are so programmed by the matrix, by the suffering of this 3D, by how hard it is and struggles and fights, that this is, this is normal, that this is reality, this is life. So, of course, everything else will seem like a, seem like a fantasy to us, like too beautiful to be true. Where, in fact, it's reverse it's the reverse it's time to reclaim that reality is ours it's time to acknowledge all these facts of existence because they are facts as being able to live up to 1000 years if we so wish not aging not getting sick being happy and not having all these struggles like even with the with the age lifespan for example they said to us gosha 
you are living up to 70, 80, whatever years. This is 10% of what we live, of our lifespan. And she says, imagine you are, you are navigating through space and you come across the civilization of humans that live only eight years and they are occupied there with their lives eight, for eight years, eight years. To you, it will seem like a speck of time. It's nothing. Eight years. This is how we look at humans. This is not normal the way you live and the how long you live. So we have to now reverse back the perceptions. The 5D reality, living up to a thousand years, healthy, happy, young, beautiful. It's not too beautiful to be true. This is reality. Why not? We are living in a distorted lens perception hellhole in a way however it's all perception at the same time as well if you perceive it as a hellhole so it shall be remember the exterior is just the reflection of your inner perception and your mental state so careful with that so that's my thoughts uh, that i just had recently i have some more things to talk about but i will tape them from home as here, I well, it's very nice, but it's a bit distracting and there are a lot of uh, sounds and uh, noises. So I'm not sure how, how the audio is here and the light. I'm taping this with my small GoPro. It's not even my normal camera. So I have other things to communicate with you, but I will do it from home when I return. We'll go back on Tuesday. And I will explain actually why. Why is it, why is it that it's just the Nordics, what seems, and Pleiadians? Are communicating. Why is there so much Pleiadian communication? Is there a specific relation here with the Earth? What's happening? Why are there so many Pleiadian contacts? They are all contacting Pleiadians. What's behind this? I will, I'm going to deal with the subject in the next video. Okay, so thank you very much again. Come to Amsterdam if you are around Europe. It's really worth it. And I'm going to see you in the next video, of course. Bye-bye. <laughs>